Uh, well, hello everybody out there in Music Video Land, and welcome to another edition of the Music Video Land podcast brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. Not to be confused with other forms of music video database. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about music videos. My name is Adam. Uh, we're on IMVDB, and with me as always is the Butterscotch Boy, Mr. Doug Klinger. How are you doing, Doug? What? I'm bringing that back. Sorry. No. Uh, hey. Okay. How you doing, Doug? <laughs> good. I'm good. Super good. So, yeah, we just woke Doug up. Okay. And then um, with me north of the wall in uh, in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada, is Mr. Adam Alexander from Fringe Music Fix. How you doing, Adam? I'm good. I'm leaking things online. They're either my nudie pics or Subway expansion plans. Oh, wow. That's for you to, to find out. I pick Subway expansion plans. And we have another awesome guest on the podcast this week who this week released uh, a video that we're going to talk about um, by Lights, Up We Go. Um, and we have talked about many of his videos on the podcast, uh, including Andy, Never Gone, um, as well as War of Change by Thousand Foot Crutch. Uh, Mr. And I'm going to butcher this, Elon Isuchano. Oh my god, that was that was amazing last name pronunciation. The best I've ever heard so really? far. Really? That was good? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, that was Isuchano, yeah, and then Elon. Nice. Is, well, is so close. Welcome close. to the podcast. No, but you told me to correct you if you said it wrong. I don't want to sound like I'm like... You have to say my name right. Oh no! Um, <laughs> I think I'm ex- I, I think the auto. I don't want to talk about uh, music videos. I kind of want to talk about these subway plans because <laughs> I mean, I'm in Toronto and we could desperately use some uh, right some directly impact. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. We're, we're gonna, I was going to mention that you were in in Toronto. We have a Canadian uh, regular contributor to the podcast, Adam Alexander. I am Canadian, living in the United States, so it's always good to have Canadian on the podcast. And you're in Toronto right now. I am I am literally in my office in Toronto at uh, a reactive post right now. I'm just sweating my balls off because our <laughs> air conditioning stops working after six o'clock because working in music videos is glamorous. No, nice. Uh, damn, that is glamorous. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about the the Up We Go video by Lights because we're recording this on Thursday, September fourth, two thousand fourteen. This video came out yesterday. Um, and this, there's a few things I want to talk about with this video, but we should talk about the general premise of it. It is an elevator um, yes. that we are in. Doors are opening uh, on different floors. Things are coming in. Stuff is happening. Um, there's some Mexican, I can't remember, the Lucha Libre style wrestlers. Um, yep. There's a band. There's all sorts of stuff happening. And People, people probably have sex on the floor. People, yeah, yeah, there's some sexy stuff going on, which is kind of a common thread through the videos this week, which we'll talk about later. Yes. Um, but I was wondering wh- where this, uh, you know, where this video came from and it w- uh, initially. Um, so initially, I guess this specific concept ended up being um, sort of, uh, I guess, uh, the the brief that I had gotten from the record label initially uh, was was a completely different kind of realm, different kind of video. Um, there was a lot of references to Wayne's World. There was some. Hmm. Uh, references to digging up graveyards and weird stuff like that and it, it that didn't really connect in my head um and i pitched an entirely different video uh which had nothing to do with elevators and nothing to do with it being one take i, I pitched a completely different weird video that i'll hopefully get to make one day um that i don't really need to get into now but then uh i kind of got this like i don't know if any other directors get this sort of email back but the email back that i got was uh, we love we love your references and we love your mood boards. Um, but we don't like, we don't like your video. Like we don't like your concept. (laughs) 
but we still we still want you to do the video but like we don't have we don't like the concept so would you consider rewriting and i'm like well like what is what does that mean like do i have to like rewrite the whole concept like what what do you like uh and then a few emails back and forth and i got this finally got this like i guess revised brief and apparently lights had mentioned that she wanted to do um, a one take video or something like that basically was what I was given. That's kind of what I was given. Um, and I sort of <laughs> racked my brain around cause the, the okay go video had just come out. The one with the forced perspective. Um, what is it called? Do you guys remember what it's called? The, the, the writings one? on the wall, the writings on the wall, which is like just a big sort of like F you to anybody who's ever tried to do a one take video. <laughs> like, just like, don't have, don't even try. Um, and sorry, and I had sorry. I think I had may have written may have written the treatment even before, even after that video had come out, or sorry, even before that video had come out. But I remember, regardless, feeling like, like what hasn't been done, um, and uh, and then kind of this. The, obviously, the the name of the song is "Up We Go," so I knew I wanted to do something that required sort of a moving, an upward moving, sort of theme, like something that's moving up. Um, and then uh, I kind of I kind of uh, bounced ideas back and forth with somebody that uh, her name is Maxine, who works with me at Reactive Post. She's one. She's actually one of my assistant VFX artists, and uh, she's younger than me and a lot cooler than me. So sometimes I just like <laughs> bounce ideas off of her, um, and this 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 came out. I don't really. It doesn't really have like a big deep sort of meaning other than you know or any sort of. It doesn't really relate to the lyrics in any way other than just this upward move movement and i knew that i wanted to do it in one take um and then thought of the idea of an elevator uh which is pretty like as soon as i thought of that it was kind of like it, it was pretty obvious to me like okay the doors will open and every time the doors open we're on a different floor and something else happens and then from there it was like well are we in a real elevator and we're actually moving up from floor to floor because that would be really cool to choreograph if you if that was even possible um to actually choreograph like an elevator a real elevator ride. Um, but to go in an actual building. and, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was sort of the first line of thought that I had um, before even coming up with any of the scenarios, with any of the vignettes, so to speak. Like I, I knew that I wanted to do this elevator upward movement thing. And then, yeah, like do we – I knew it I knew it had to be one take. I knew it had to feel practical. Um, and then from there it was just like, uh, okay, well, I don't know how I would do it in a real elevator – uh, not to mention I would have to dress every floor and, you know, budget wise, it just wouldn't have made sense. And then I was, and then the idea came to me like, well, why don't we just do this all in studio and and try to build these sets that would slide in and out every time the doors would close. And it was almost written with the intent to make it as difficult as possible, <laughs> like just the most challenging thing we could do. And I also like the idea of not doing something that required the artist to do anything super choreographed. Like I like the idea of like, what's being choreographed is outside of outside of your field of vision like you don't really see like i wanted the first uh first maybe you know three minutes of it that you or not three minutes the first maybe you know minute and a half that you're watching it i kind of wanted people to not really to really think that we're moving from floor to floor like i didn't really want them to realize that we're on a, in a studio somewhere and then and, you uh, eventually you eventually reveal that at the end with like a pull out you show the yeah. The crew and stuff. What, at what point did you decide that you wanted to reveal that to the audience? Um, it was after the treatment was approved, and it was right, it was during pre-pro. And I think one of the one of the fears that I had was that um, 
because I'm Jewish and neurotic, um, was that, that I was gonna, that people aren't gonna get it, that people are just gonna like watch it and it'll just be like, oh, well, what's the big deal? They're in an elevator and there people are coming in and out and like, you won't really get that, uh, like the effort that went into it or something like that. And, you know, you mentioned the writings on the wall. It kind of like felt like a, now you mentioned that it feels like a little bit of an homage to that since they kind of pull back and everybody sort of claps and is happy. A hundred percent. And that was, that was sort of how I pitched it. It was like, okay, well, look, we're doing this video. It's very contained. It's kind of a lock off. Um, it's, it's not necessarily a hundred percent possible, but it's likely that people might not really get it. Like they might just think that it's, uh, that it's, you know, just a bunch of, you know, just a bunch of people coming in and out of an, out of an elevator. I didn't, I mean, I didn't downplay it like that, but it was kind of, that was the fear that I had. And I sort of communicated that to the label saying like, well, what, what if we did this kind of like how they did the reveal? I actually, I think I only pitched it like three days before the three or four days before the shoot. And we did our fitting with lights. I had brought it up to her and I'm like, what if we did this? And I, and it was sort of no, no but not everybody was like, excited about that initially like not everybody <laughs> wanted to do the reveal at the end it was kind of like well well first of all it takes the i feel like it takes the attention away from the artist obviously so i can see why the record label would not be super into it at first but um but then when we did it i think when we shot it i think by the time we got around to actually getting a full take of the video which wasn't until i want to say like nine hours into the shoot day of like a 13 hour day like the wow. ninth hour is when we maybe i think i feel like that's when we started shooting not even like i'm not talking about like got a full take sorry we, we didn't even start shooting until like ninth hour of the shoot day um and things got a little tense like by the end of the day it was like <laughs> are we gonna actually be able to do this and this i'm sure again to any directors who are listening to this like i know everybody has this in their heads about like midway through the day where you're like Am I, is this like, I, did I just waste everybody's time? Like, is this not going to work? And I don't think I was, it's usually something you say to yourself just as like a, you don't actually think that, you kind of think that, but you're kind of like, nah, but everything sort of works out in the end. It all works out. Because it does. Usually nine times out of 10, everything kind of works out unless, you know, somebody, unless something explodes. Um, <laughs> but, but in it, this it, case, it kind of felt like, holy fuck, I don't think we're going to do this. Like, I actually, like, I midway through the day, I'm like, I just don't see how, because I'd only done one other one take video in the past uh, for Finger Eleven, and that was we did like nine or ten takes of the entire song, um, and that's kind of what I that's that was my frame of reference. I'm like, we'll do this, and I'll have ten takes to pick from, and I'll pick the best one. We shot three takes for this video and one of them was not usable because the confetti like full takes i'm talking about we did three full takes of the video and one of them uh the confetti went off too soon and then there's something else that got screwed up as well so that one wasn't going to be usable unless we wanted to kind of rotoscope her in the foreground just so we can fix some mistakes which i didn't want to do i had it in my head that this had to be like one take very little post like that was like my big thing is like everybody's just like well why don't you do there was a bunch of stuff that was I'm going all over the place right now as far as telling you about the story of this video. But um, there was a lot of like the, you know, the nebula that comes up during the bridge, the sort of cosmic background that comes up in the, in the doors. Yeah. Sort of the eyeball. It's got a giant eye. Yeah. In the treatment that was all going to be post. We were just going to slide a green screen in there and I was going to post that. And then uh, again, in the, in the spirit of like, let's make this as complicated as it could be. um, (laughs) I decided about a week before the shoot that, I think it would be way cooler if we did it with a rear projection screen. 
uh, on set. So we actually slid a projection screen. We had a projector, uh, like, essentially uh, playing back pre-recorded footage. So there's all this stuff that had to be sort of figured out uh, and timed. And uh, we, it just wasn't working at, at first. Like, we were just we were messing things up and timing wasn't right. And I just felt like we weren't going to make it. Um, but then... But then, like I said, midway through the day or a little bit, no, even later, like nine hours in, we started shooting. And I think people were like, once we did the first, even though we didn't get through all of it, like once we did the first like half of the video and we saw it, like we just saw it on the screen and we could see that it's working um, because there's something magical about those doors closing and then opening up again and you're in a complete and you're in a different set. Uh, it is just like it's it's kind of it's like a, doing a magic trick, right? Like it's it doesn't feel like it should be possible especially since I knew what was happening behind those doors. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when it worked, it was just like, it was, it was like magic. And I think at that point, I feel like, I feel like at that point, like three quarters through our day, I feel like that's when everybody was just like, Oh, we have to do this reveal at the end because this is fucking hard. And we <laughs> need to show people how hard it was to do. Cause we, that those are like genuine reactions. Like at the end of the video, like me freaking out like an idiot and like screaming, <laughs> like I was, so happy that we did it it was like because i just didn't know if it was possible um and i also didn't build a i didn't build like a fail safe like for figure 11 i built a fail safe i'm like if something happens i can stitch two takes together like i know where i would do it and it was strategically planned so if something happened i could have uh you know a piece of uh, newspaper fly across like every scene so to speak kind of had a fail safe where if for whatever reason we screwed up a take at a specific point I could cover up for it in post and uh, even on the figure 11 we there was a lot of post kind of subtly added to it but with this video I was kind of adamant that we would do it for real as a one take and the only thing that's fake about it is that the elevator buttons and the and the elevator um, whatchamacallit the, um, the screen the LCD screen those are the only parts that are post everything else is practical if I was in your situation and I was like, oh shit, this isn't going to work. I would have maybe just kind of quietly sidled, sidled up to, you know, the somebody from the record label um, during the shoot and said, how about a new concept? <laughs> uh, Lights is just in an elevator for the whole video. There you go. Yeah. And, um, you, and you said you got three, three actual takes in the can start to finish. Yeah. How many, how many false starts? How many times did you, did you have to stop halfway? Oh, you know what? I we turned around the video so quickly because uh, we I only shot this. Uh, let me see. If I'll open up a calendar here. I feel like I only shot it two weeks ago. Um, we shot it August. Oh my god! I shot it August seventeenth. Hmm. So um, so I we we turned it around so quickly. I actually didn't even bother looking at the other takes. Like I haven't even looked at all the false takes. So I don't know how many we did. I can't remember. Um, we had the a Sunday few, like, for anybody to keep you track at home. Yes, yeah, the the Sunday on the seventeenth. Um, I, I I should look back. I don't even know if I even transcoded all all the footage. I think I just went. I'm like, I know it's the last take. I think I I offered up the the last take and the second to last take as as options to the record label. But I told them like the last one is the one we have to use, basically. So but it I, was so it was the last one. So like after you got those, you're like, all right, that's it. We're done, guys. Oh, we were, yeah, we were overtime at that point. I didn't have a choice. (laughs) So (laughs) So you were were overtime on both of the final two takes? uh, Yes, I believe so. (laughs) I I pushed, I remember getting, and again, record label wasn't there, so there was a lot of, like, emails going back and forth between our line producer, Chris, and and Warner, um, and we sort of told them, like, 
or at least you know Chris had to tell them. Luckily, I didn't have to 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 be in on that conversation. But it was like, hey guys, like we 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 don't have a video yet. We have it. Like I think by the time we 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 had done that one take, the one that I had mentioned that we went all the way through, but the confetti came like like uh, was premature. Um, and um, I think by the time we had done that take, uh, we we were like that would have been our day like that would have been when we were supposed to wrap and then i and then i i just i kind of made it clear that i didn't think that was the one and everybody wanted to do another one like we had just done one everybody's adrenaline was like that's when we realized okay we can do this we can do this entire thing in one take so let's do another one and we did another one and it got better but then we were over time but then i'm like we have to do one more like there was just one there's like little things about that last second to last take that i i would have hated myself for if we had like it's just the details you know like things like her her sleeve was like kept rolling down um and she had to fix it like those those little things that probably i don't know if most people would have even noticed but she kept having to fix her her sleeve and it was and she noticed that i think it bothered her as well so it was like we have like things like that it was just like little and her positioning wasn't right in like uh when the two uh business dudes with the masks shake hands um about midway through the video there's a scene where like the doors open and there's like this sort of faux office in the background and the two the dude with the giraffe head and the (laughs) and the pig head walk up and they shake hands like she was standing like she was in the wrong spot not her fault i think they were off they were their 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 mark was off and her mark was off so she ended up standing right in front of them and you couldn't see one of them and i would i would just would have been like it just would have been one of those things where like i would have watched it and i would have been like like it, it just would have ruined the, those little things for me. So I'm so glad that we did that one le- last take. That reminds me uh, that I lied about the post because we did have to do we did have to fix two things in post actually, because I liked that last take so much. But the two lighting cues going into the bridge and out of the bridge, like that blue section, uh, were mistimed uh, on that last take. So I actually had to add like these light flickers. Those weren't practical. There's like some. This is getting really, really specific, you guys. If you if you'd like to shame the people who were controlling the lighting or the confetti, would oh, be totally... hey, this was yeah. Well, the confetti was <laughs> the confetti were all lights fans. All the all the extras were fans. Uh, from like <laughs> that was another fun little tidbit about this video is that we had, I think again like three days, kind of away from the shoot, we had maybe seven extras committed to coming out because we weren't allowed to say who the video was for and. Uh, and because they were worried that a lot of weirdos were going to come out, um, <laughs> not, I mean, not, that's not to say I'm, I'm making it sound terrible. Like she has awesome fans and they're, they're all really supportive, but there's just those, there's just those few. I just shot another video for Canadian, the Adam Alexanders of the world. <laughs> yeah. The ones that obsess over it. Yeah. The ones, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I was on set, uh, uh, actually a few days before shooting lights, I was on set with another pop singer, uh, Canadian pop singer, her name is Victoria Duffield, different flavor from Lights altogether. And uh, she had tweeted something about us shooting a video for her. And some guy, she had mentioned me in a tweet, and some guy, uh, I guess, saw the tweet, and I have to imagine Googled my name to find my website and then find my email, and then emailed me directly uh, multiple times asking, where's the shoot? Where is it happening? She, when because when he saw Victoria last year, she told him he could be the lead boyfriend in her video, <laughs> and she promised him that God. he could do it, and he wants to come by and see her. Uh, and I'm like, these guys, like some people, just take it a little bit too far. So that's not a reflection on all of them, but there was a concern 
uh, from the record label or from sorry from Lights Management that if we were to make it if if we were going to make it public uh, that we're shooting a video for her and we were looking for extras that some people might and we were looking for free extras like volunteer extras so it was like there was a concern there that you know we didn't know who was going to show up show up so then three days before the shoot at the fitting we kind of had to reassure them that like listen we like you guys have to like post something like if you look at like lights twitter account like i think a few days before the shoot there's a tweet saying like hey guys i'm looking for extras for my video and we gave them sort of a generic email address and then we had to like vet everybody and like there was like a screening process to make sure that the people who were coming weren't going to be crazy because people were emailing saying they were going to fly from like germany and brazil <laughs> to be in the video and they would do it that's happened before where people don't tell you this these things and then they show up on set and they freak out when the artist shows up in the room and then you find out later that they had flown from like another country to be in the video without telling anybody. Just They just kind of applied telling everybody they were local. Like, oh yeah, I live in Toronto and I'd love to be in the video. And then you find out later that they've flown all the way from like, you know, on some other country, which is, you know, like I feel like it's like people are doing, like that's too much harm. I, I would never want to put somebody out like that. And, and uh, you I had a lot of mitigating factors to deal with here. <laughs> yeah, 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 crazy. You had, uh, I mean, oh, there's so many moving video. parts. There's, yeah, I kind of have this like a now, not even an. I have this saying on set that I always, I tell anybody who's new, like anytime I deal with like a a background actor or like an actor or non-union actor who doesn't, who hasn't been on camera before or hasn't been on camera much, uh, and you kind of describe that sort of hurry up and wait mentality where it's like, okay, we need you right now, we need you right now okay, just hang on for like 10 minutes while we <laughs> recalibrate. Like, oh, the red battery just went off. So, um, And I have to explain to them that it's like filmmaking effectively is the art of taking the simplest thing and making it the most complicated it can be. And that's just <laughs> the nature of filmmaking. Like if you want a girl walking down a sidewalk with her hair billowing in the wind, um, that is a very different... And no, you want just a tracking shot? Of that? That's a hard shot. The lighting has to be right. The wind has to be right. Like... Anything that would on a normal day seem just like a regular thing, like this woman's walking down and she looks perfect. That's it, that's never the case once the camera's rolling. Like everything's going to go wrong and nothing's going to look the way you kind of envision it looking and you have to work at every piece of – like something's happened by chance and, they, and that's great. But in my experience, everything that should be simple is going to be just the most – like we're going to make it as complicated as possible. So I went into this video with that intention right off the bat. Like how can I make this just the most challenging – pain in the ass video to pull off because I feel like that's going to pay off at, at the end. I'm, I'm curious, how are you like, how much of can you direct or while stuff is going on? I mean, there are so many moving pieces while this video is happening. Are, are, can you be looking at a specific thing? Or are you just kind of looking in the monitor and hoping that it looks how you, you wanted it to? How, how hands-on are you with all of the moving parts? Uh, I was really hands-on, but what I was doing mostly was direct, like coaching and directing um in between takes like there wasn't much other than yelling out cues which is what i was doing most of the time i was just i had an ad who was basically he was yelling cues for the doors like we had like a sort of a, a automated system like we had the song pre-programmed with a bunch of beeps that would like kind of notify the art department of on when the doors should open and close oh, nice. um so and then he and then my ad would yell out um you know what's coming up next so that the actors knew like when they had to line up uh, but then I would yell. So he would yell at everybody outside of the elevator and I would yell at everybody who's inside the elevator basically is kind of how it went. Um, but yeah, that's mostly what it was, was just like incoherent screaming on my end because the music had to be so loud and um, 
I was just basically just it was mostly just cues at that point like hey you know the wrestlers uh, one of the wrestlers one of the things I don't know if people catch but one of the wrestlers walks in he has a phone in his pocket uh, in his trunks and that's sort of what instigates them fighting is because he looks down at his phone and he sees like a text message and then they, they argue about it and then they fight uh, that was one of the things that kind of worked out better in one of the other takes but I ended up using this take because it was better overall uh, I would uh, so I would yell like his cues for example would be like okay look at your phone now and then okay, you guys have to lock up. Like at, at first it was challenging because I had to cue everybody all the time and then it got better as people kind of understood the song um, and, that's, and that's very normal on a music video set. Usually for me it's like I come into a video and I have the entire video in my head and then by the end of the day everybody on the crew and the cast has the entire video in their heads because they've done it so many times and they've kind of learned the cues and whatever. And whether you're doing a one-take video or anything, like if you're using a camera operator or a steady cam operator who has to hit specific, you know, beats of the, of the song, they have to be in specific in specific places on the floor at a specific time in the song. A lot of times the beginning of the day is the hardest because I'm usually the only one who kind of has the entire blueprint of everything in my head. And it's not until we do like a bunch of takes that everybody sort of gets what we're doing. Um, and by the time we did the last take, I didn't really have to cue anybody for anything. Everybody just had done it a few times that they knew their cues. I'll tell you one other funny story about this video, which was uh, about, if you watch the video, about like a minute, uh, you know the robber scene where the doors open and the robber runs in and he jumps up? Yeah, I can't remember um, where that is. That's, um... It's about a minute 20-something into the video. And then the cops run in after him. Um, so we had... Um, I had put in my casting breakdown get, that I gave to my producer. I'm like, what? Like, I don't really care what this guy looks like. He just needs to be physically fit enough to jump and climb out of an elevator, like trapdoor. Like he's gonna. Ha- it's a physical. It's it's like it's borderline a stunt, really. I mean, that's yeah. What it it's is. not. That's not, a lot harder than it looks. Oh yeah. I could, I could definitely not do that ever. Yeah, yeah. do not hire Adam Alexander. So I said, that's the only criteria I have for this man. Like, I don't care if he has face tattoos. I don't care. Like, I don't really care, like, what he looks like. I just need somebody who can do this because I'm going to put a mask on him anyways, and he just needs to be able to do this potentially, you know, 40 times throughout the day, right? Like, however many rehearsals plus shooting uh, takes or whatever. Uh, And I was reassured that, yeah, that's going to be the case. No problem. You know, this dude that's coming out, he can do it. He said he can do it. No problem, no problem problem and i'm like all right um and in my head i'm like this is this it's too easy like there's no way this is gonna get messed up <laughs> and uh buddy shows up on set and uh hopefully he's not listening to this uh but uh buddy shows up on set and he's got like just the most massive beer gut and uh he's like on his headshot he looks like just a young you know you know late 20s sort of dude but then like full body he looks like a you know a 55 year old man who's like drank too much and let himself go um, so I'm like, I'm looking at him and we had built, like we had spent the whole day, previous day figuring out like, how, how are we going to do this? Because we didn't, couldn't afford like a scaffolding above the, above the elevator. So we, we didn't really properly think through like how he's going to escape from the top. Uh, so we ended up like coming up with this like really, uh, complex, like, uh, felt like unnecessarily complex system where like there was a lift that we were using to to hang the lights off the grid. So we had the lift sort of uh, raised above the lift platform raised above the the elevator, and then the roof of the elevator 
uh, is doesn't exist essentially. And then um, we built a little mini ladder out of pipes that comes just above where the camera was going to cut off the top of the elevator. And there are like a few rungs of like metal pipes. So basically the guy would have to jump up and do a, a, essentially a chin up and then climb up and, and, and lift up, lift himself up. And we were going to have somebody on the lift kind of ready to grab him and help him up after a certain point. Um, and the, I'm, I'm looking at this dude and I'm like, can you, can you, do you think you can do this? And he's like, yeah, no problem. I'm like, can you try it? And he's like, and he jumps up and he sort of just barely does a, a chin up. And then he just barely gets his arm onto the next rung. And then he comes back down and he turns to me and he goes, yeah, no problem. And I'm like, no. I'm like, okay. And then like he walks away and then I'm, I pause there for a second. And I look over at some of the other talent, like background talent that was coming into process. And one of them was a dude that we were going to have as one of the business guys with the masks on. And he had initially, through some weird chance, he had initially um, applied to be one of the wrestlers. But then I ended up casting two wrestlers that I knew. Because uh, I shot a, another video that had wrestlers in it, uh, so I recast two of the wrestlers there. So I'm like, I don't need you as the wrestler. Would you come out and be the business guy? And he's like, Yeah, no problem. But when I saw him on set, he's like this jacked dude. His name is Chris, uh, and super fit. And I'm like, He could probably do it. So then I ended up getting him to play the robber, and then the dude with the beer gut as is, the, is one of the dudes that shakes hands at the end of the. Uh, you could see him actually on the left side, like if you watch the guy with the pig head. The yeah, the dude who goes up is in super it looks like super awesome shape oh yeah uh, and he's and he's more ripped than one of the wrestlers <laughs> which is funny it's just weird and also my dude the the guy the couple making out which apparently is like a big thing on youtube i saw like people are complaining about really the making out couple yeah because what are the com- of, what are the complaints um the ones i heard are that uh that it, they're unnecessarily gratuitous uh and that oh. uh that uh it's uh what yeah, part like, the going in or coming out of it? I think it's the I think it's the undressing and then the the implication that they're having sex on uh, on the floor and then coming back up for air. So I got to say that before when they're going when they're sli- kind of sliding down the yeah. elevator wall there, he's kind of yeah. thrusting a little bit. So I can Is I he? Think, yeah, he's doing a little bit. I don't know. The, I, it, I'm fi- I'm finding new things about this video every day. <laughs> that was a specific very specific casting on my part because the girl and the guy it's Alex and Miles they're both they're engaged in real life and they are both uh dancers uh and they were they've been on like Canada's uh so you think you can dance Canada or whatever I forget they're there I use them a lot on a lot of other stuff like he's Miles has been he's an actor and dancer he's been in a bunch of my videos and then Alex was in my last Billy Talent video um and so I, I have a really good relationship with them and I cast them specifically because I knew they're dancers and I knew that they would be able to nail like if you watch what they're doing essentially they're on other than lights they're in the video the most I would say um, and they have specific cues of where they have to be at every part of the song so like when you first see them they have to be they have to be making out by the door so that that kind of motivates the doors from closing before the band leaves, because otherwise the doors would be staying open for a long time, so it wouldn't be realistic. So I had them kind of making out against the door. Then they have to roll over, as the band's exiting, they have to roll over to one side of the elevator, uh, and then they roll over to the other right before the doors open and the, and the robber runs in, and then they kind of do a little spin. So they're really doing a dance, if you watch it. They're, that's what they're doing. Um, it just so happens that their dance movements involve ripping each other's clothes off and, and making out. 
There's some sexy people there. They're they're um, very good looking. They they make me hate myself. Like they're <laughs> they're so good looking. Uh, it's kind of annoying to be honest. I I tell them that all the time. It's because it's annoying because they're they're good looking, and they're they can dance and they can act and they're nice people. Which this is the thing that bugs me the most. They're fucking awesome, awesome people. <laughs> it's fu- it's fucked it's, up. Like, it makes me so mad because I'm like, you guys should be assholes because you're so good looking and you're so talented. Um, they're so, just they're just doing that to rub it in. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's and, like they're toge- it's... and they're together, so it's almost like it's like a recipe for success. You know what I mean? Like they <laughs> they found each other, so they're both two nice, good-looking people uh, who are really, really good at what they do. That's and a that's power couple. Just, that's yeah. just frustrating. Yeah. Um, um, well, no, but that, yeah, they're they're they did great. I think they're. I, I feel like they're my favorite part of the video. I mean, a lot of things are my favorite part. I lo- I love the wrestlers too, um, but I, but I feel like as far as the you know, as far as kind of nailing it on every take, I feel like they were the most consistent and I just kept giving them more stuff to do. Um, like there's a beat there where uh, lights throws her jacket uh, at the end and the, the girl catches it. Alex, the, uh, the makeout girl, she catches it and she puts it on as she leaves the elevator. Like I remember like getting so excited when I, cause that's something we came up with on set. And I was just like, it was, I was delirious by the time I came up with that concept. And I remember just jumping up, like everybody was quiet and all of a sudden it goes, and I just yell out like, I got a great idea. And everybody looks up at me and they're all like, what, what, what? And I'm like, you lights, you're going to throw your jacket at Alex and then she's going to catch it. And then she's going to walk away. And everybody's like, okay, that's not really that exciting. But in my (laughs) mind, it was like, I'm just like adding to the complexity of the video. Like that's just another thing. And I'm just, I was so excited about it. I'm like a little kid on set when it comes to this kind of stuff. Well, they're they're sexy couple. They're pros. They've yeah. been they're dancers. They know they know the deal. They kind of they oh, yeah. like glue the hell together. And, and yeah, yeah. Uh, she even comes up like uh, if you watch it, like Alex comes up like it, on this take. Like her timing is like amazing. When she flips her hair is like right when the backup vocals of the song come in. Like there's like a backup like lights does like the the one line. I don't know what it's called where the singer sings something and then you hear the uh in the background. I don't know what that's called, but that's happening. And then as that's happening, Alex comes up. It's cool. I, I just I really dug their her timing on this. Well, speaking of sexy people, yeah, we have a few other sexy people videos to talk about. You can see this video by going to imvdb.com and finding it there. But if you want to see um, the rest of Alon's videos, we'll have a link to his IMVDB page on uh, the podcast show notes, which you can find at imvdb.com/podcast. Um, this is episode 122. You were talking about sexy people, Adam, and I think uh, there are a couple sexy people in um, Weekend by Priority, directed by David Win- Vincent Wolf. There's some sexy people in this video, right? Well, that's not the the most sexy, I would I would say. But I mean, I yeah, I guess so. It's pretty sexy, you guys. There's roller skates. I know. The roller skates are yeah, sexy. Roller skates are probably up in my top ten of sexiness. Uh, um, another another segue is this is also another one of Devin's. Uh, yeah, videos. right. That is true. Yeah, this is directed by David Vincent Wolf, yeah. um, commissioned by uh, Mr. Devin Sarno at, uh, at Warner Brothers. It da- takes David Vincent Wolf, who's recording commentaries on this video for us. So just look out for that, guys. Oh, oh yeah, snap. Keep, keep an eye out for that. Um, and it takes place at uh, I don't know. Did you guys ever go to roller rink skating things when you were kids? I never really did. And a couple of birthdays. Yeah, that, that, I, that. I grew up in the Middle East. We didn't have anything like this. This does this did not exist where I grew up. So, the, and but it, when you came to Canada or or as an adult living in Canada now, uh, do you ever go then, skating? I f- by then I feel like roller skates were 
out and everybody was rollerblading. I don't know. I don't right. I, my my sort of like understanding of the roll of the of the roller blank is is I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a timeline in my head. Like were roller skates before roller, roller blades, right? Or yes. Or, or do those cross? Do they go in parallel, or does the one stop and the other one begin? I think roller, I roller they, blades they kind of stop and begin. Well, here anyway. Well, roller skates have never stopped, but roller skates are like the classic four wheels, yeah. like not in not in line, four like yeah. two wheels next to each other with the front brake. Those are like the yeah. more classic. You know, like if you're thinking of like. You know, like disco stew is on yes, roller yeah. skates, yeah. Um, and then roller blades are are in line. Um, that's more of like a jazzercise mom would be in roller blades, <laughs> right? Um, so and, we should and talk those about are more the, like nineties. The plot of this video here because it takes place at a roller skating rink, and the main character is in, it's two employees at this roller skating rink. Um, it seems to be in sort of a kind of a beaten down town. Uh, the, there's the whole I got a '70s vibe from this. I'm not sure if it is contemporary, and people are just that's the kind of haircuts they have now. Um, but it hasn't been updated in a while. And he's got some moves. He's got some excellent roller skating moves, which I Do think we, I think that this might be the actor who has the moves. I I actually think it's somebody else. It's a different dude. I, it's I, a, yeah, I can't wait for the commentary on this because I feel like we'll find out for real well, if, if if it was because I feel like. It's it's I feel like there's there's a stunt double here for the roller skates. Right. That's, All right. My, so that's the, my that's what I feel. And so the guy in this movie is uh Nick Cross, I think is how you say his name and isn't he's um he's an actor. Uh I I, th- I think he's in Boyhood. I don't know if he's like the boy in Boyhood. Oh, Shiza. Okay. But he's in that movie, I think. It Google is Google is saying that's what I would know him for, but he is definitely an actor. And then and then the lady Bailey Noble the girl, she's from True Blood, so so these are some actors. But yeah, somebody is credited as Jam Skater uh, in this. <laughs> we have a Jam Skater credit. Yeah, yeah, I have a. Feeling and so probably, I think that's a stunt double. Yeah, I feel like I feel like. Uh, what do we say the kid's name was? Uh, Nick. Nick, Nick. Nick and I are on first name basis now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Nick. I feel like Nick is doing some of the skating, but yeah, once we get into some of the the more oh. complex movements, like the backhand spring into it, yeah. which is bananas. Um, did, did, did anybody else get an uh, Adventureland vibe off this video? Yeah, oh, definitely. That's yeah, the first sure. thing I thought of was Adventureland. I don't know if that was like a direct sort of uh, influence. I want. Hopefully we'll find out when we hear the commentary. Yeah. Well, if you look at the show notes, I'll put in the link to Mr. Brandon Perea, who is the jam skater uh, in there. And he is def- – yeah, he's definitely not the kid in the video. And <laughs> he is uh, – he looks like, a, he looks like a, a professional skater. He's 19. He's a professional jam skater. He's half Filipino and he, that is – Profile says pro jam skater um, and BMXer, so there you go. I love that um, we have we have four credits for this video. The two main people, the jam jam skater standing, and then uh, Adrian Ramon, who is the featured patron. <laughs> who at the end, he's the guy like clapping, <laughs> clapping for him because he, he essentially the concept of this video is the main character like imagines himself wowing this girl with his jam skating and uh it turns out that he kind of just like ends up he was just like skating around and nobody gave a shit except for this one patron because near around the end of his uh, imagined uh scenario like all of the patrons in the skating rink and it's all these like weird looking fat people uh, who probably looks similar to like uh, the first guy who who was in your uh, lights video trying to be the robber? Uh, yeah. They're all just like people who are not in good shape, but super regular looking folk and really funny. And this guy stands out 
Adrian as uh, as a favorite. Now, Doug, who? What is the? I feel like I've heard jam skating before because what is the video with the jam skater? Oh right, that's an Ian Pond's Jewels video. For, Ooh, please, rollerblades. Right, it's called rollerblades, which is interesting because the guy is definitely on roller skates in that video. I don't know if that's jam skating or what. That's definitely some kind of like <laughs> Olympic level, like kind of like with it, like ice dancing, but with roller skates. There was also I, the uh, the jungle video. The heat was maybe jam skating too. Those guys were some dancing roller skaters too. Now uh, the jungle video that needs a hashtag roller skates on it. Got right, it. Oh, uh, the jungle video? Oh, it does. I just did, I just did oh, it. Oh, by the way, I only noticed these hashtags on your – this was a new thing. And They're I just, new. And I, I clicked on it uh, when it, when uh, when uh, I think your your auto tweet tweeted that the video got added and I uh, – the lights video got added and I, I, I went and I looked and I, I clicked on the hashtag and the first thing I saw was another one-take video done in an elevator, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so it works. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It worked. It was like, specific. It was very specific. I, I thought. I thought the though no, very good, amazing, and especially if you you want to be writing treatments and you're looking for references that are <laughs> right. similar. Well, that's so if the... anybody ever wanted to do a one take elevator video, now there's two of them out there, <laughs> so that you can. Oh, that that video would be Limitless by Megan Washington, um, directed by Tooth and Claw. Yeah. And... Beautiful looking video. Like beautiful looking. I love the the cinematography. And it's very so simple, you... but it's beautiful looking. The um yeah the, so the tag feature is kind of meant to because you know people group music videos by I mean by music a lot that's kind of like yeah. the the easy way to do it you know this is a rock video this is a but it goes you know deeper than that it's you know um I want to look at all the videos with roller skates in it you know why not um so we're working on that so I'm glad those are working for people oh yeah yeah for sure I have a question for you guys what what's what's your feeling about credits that I know you might have done a whole podcast about this by now about putting end credits in in music videos like is that because because I've done it before and I've always kind of felt dirty doing it I always felt like oh wow w- we're yeah. with it we're we we like it yeah we, okay. we always like we'll, we'll mind that stuff something there was a Lady Gaga video one time that had hundreds of credits oh the new Say, one the, the GUI yeah G-U-I yeah we've got all of those on there and we went hundreds. through taking right, like right, screenshots right right so you guys love it okay cool because I I love it in the sense that it's like you know credit where credits do a lot of people have worked on these blah 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 but I also feel like sometimes it comes across a little pretentious because it's mm-hmm. like it's you're you know at the end of the day it's a it's like putting I don't know. In my mind, sometimes it could be like putting credits on a commercial or something because yeah. it's it's a commission piece of work. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not the jury. In my mind, is out on it. Like I, I is is what's the, what's the term? Jury is out. Meaning I'm not yeah. sure. That's well, I think it makes sense. I think, it's, the, I think the, it's a little. Go ahead, Adam. Sorry. I was just gonna say that I think that the one the the one kind of like factor in that that kind of makes it awkward is the fact that it you know music videos are music. So if you're putting together like like you'll go to a film festival or whatever that has like a music video program and then there's always like one video in the middle that has like a credit sequence and you're like oh shit we got to sit through credits now. But um you know I think if maybe if there's a way to like detach it a little bit I think that makes it a little bit more That's sense. what I like. Like I like having the the cre- the Vimeo credits or like the like mm-hmm. having cuz I mean we're most videos nowadays like i wish viva would do it i wish viva would put proper credits in the description of their their videos i feel like that's way more interesting to me and i i like your setup on imvdb too like you you watch the video and then you got the rest of your credits um i just because in my mind i feel like it depends on how you look at the creation of a music video but like the first 
I guess the first objective has to be to serve the song. I feel like that's the, that's mm -hmm. your first thing is serve the song. Not, not, you know, like it, your first priority shouldn't be like, I'm doing this video to, to, when I say get my name out, I mean physically, like literally with my, le the letters on the screen with my name on, that shouldn't be the first thing that I, that I'm striving for. It should be, okay, what's a good visual that complements this, this, this uh this song but then again i i don't think that's a it's a faux pas or anything like that i just something to think about something to, i think something worth thinking about when you do it because it's i feel like some videos lend themselves really well to it a video like this where it feels there there's no real performance it's it's all mostly narrative and it's it is kind of like watching a short film um but then i see them sometimes on videos that are you know just performance videos and it's more so like i also not a big fan of like putting your name at the top of the video like, like the director name, by, right, yeah, yeah. Like I, just, ever... I don't know. It throws me. It, to me, it throws me off. It's it's almost like you're telling me this is more important, or this is the most important thing that you need to let's just like, forget about everything else. Just this. This <laughs> is. I made this video. You need to know about this. Okay, now know my video. name. Yeah, Did and you... I, I've just never been a, a huge fan of that. But um, but when you're structuring your video, sort of like a short film, I I don't see it as being like inappropriate per se. I like I like in this case the the. Um, the weekend video. I like that the um, I like that the credits are at the end, and I actually really like the style of credits. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to see the reference. They're there pretty small, they're... right? They're, they're... Yeah, they were hard to read. <laughs> they were right. hard to read. Right, but I'm just saying aesthetically, they kind of have a Wes Anderson esque kind of. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's what I'm getting out of it. I'm getting something out of it. That I'm trying to think place it, but it's got a. And I even like the old school, the, the Warner Brothers logo, the Warner Brothers Records logo. Like I yeah. really dig that. There's a to see the exact opposite of that. Uh, look at the major laser video for "Scare Me," directed by Brandon Dremer, which is a fantastic video. Got a commentary for that too. But at the end of at the end of that video, there's like an insane credit roll that has like a completely different song play for it. It's like crazy animated. This video is uh, the "Scare Me" video is full of yeah. cameos: Nick Nick Kroll, Terry Crews, oh, um, yeah. and like the it's just like it's essentially a whole another video. Of, oh, a, of yeah. a credit roll of all the actors, and uh, yeah. that would be the exact opposite. Also fun though, and also kind of fits fits the mold of that video. That's like a very like. Uh, uh, what's that Keith stuff. Schofield video? That one's probably my favorite use of use of credit. Oh yeah, music video. That's uh, like the whole the video Lenny is like Kravitz, a credit Lenny roll. Kravitz video actually. Right, which is but a good segue. Rule. Yeah, great segue. You see what I do? I've done podcasts. Before. Yeah, you're you're on top of this stuff. <laughs> yes, uh, Lenny Kravitz "Let Love Rule." It's like a guy. It's like essentially the end of a movie. And then the guy uh, it, it, suddenly the credits are like physical. He's able to like interact with them, and he yeah. like gets caught on them and stuff. Yeah, I'm that. I'm a fan of that. I feel like if you can sort of, I mean that's the that's the that's the main hook of the video. But just the idea of uh, even in the major laser video, you the credits become a part of the video as opposed to just being sort of a a credit roll. But and that that said, I've done videos where I've credited people and I put right. my name at the front of the video too. Uh, so like I, I You're a I'm hypocrite. completely guilty, yeah. Complete like just a shithead. Um yeah. I've I've, hid, I've, I've also but but I also I've also hid my name in videos and I've hid my 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 face in videos before. So I really should nice. like I've Easter eggs everywhere like walt disney that's i don't know what that means uh, uh no no nothing that crazy nothing no, no like boners or like or like <laughs> weird like 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 uh what is it leaves spelling sex or yeah, something that's like that not what Lion i was King? talking about but yeah no. I, you know, that's what I, <laughs> I thought that's what you were talking about no yeah, like in disney, world, in disney world there are like hidden mickey mouses that's oh, god that's oh. funny that 
that I was talking about that, and you guys are thinking dicks. But that's cool. Whatever. Adam Alexander's. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> let you guys fill it in. Uh, let's talk about the chamber. Let's move to the chamber. Lenny Kravitz, uh, uh, the chamber, directed by Anthony Mandler. Uh, this is a beautiful uh, video. Uh, very, very much in the style of Anthony Mandler's videos, and, and and that's what I was gonna say. This is a video where you don't need to put a credit at the top of it because if you <laughs> know Len, if you know uh, Anthony Mandler, you know this is an Anthony Mandler video right from like the. I want to say, I want to say the first frame, but I, <laughs> but it's really the second frame. It's really yeah, the, that 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 the green lens flare, like that's where you're like okay, this is and and also like the the little intro. Like the music and the, the, yeah. that entire intro is is very Anthony Mandler. Yeah, it's it kind is. of a parody of an Anthony Mandler video in a way. I mean, it looks fantastic, but it, it like bleeds. Like this is this is what an Anthony Mandler would be. The the it is it is it is it me or is that like is that like Nietzsche quote at the beginning just like insanely misogynistic? Is it just like I don't. I I was trying to place it and figure out where. Uh, where like what they were trying to get at with that, and I think I'm just either I'm not smart enough to understand. <laughs> like I mean, I, I've read Nietzsche and I, and I get, but I don't, I don't, like, I I don't know if it's like it's trying to push buttons. Maybe like maybe it's that's the idea is like okay, let's put something out there that's like, uh, you know, that's gonna get people talking because it it is. It is, it is very misogynistic. Yeah, like a, a woman is a man. Need, a man needs to play, and a woman is his plaything. Like that's yeah. what the fuck. But like, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. Do you guys know Anthony? Do you know him? Like, do you know him personally? Do you have you guys? You should have him on. And ask him about that because I'm more. In, I'm more curious about that than anything. Anything else in the video? Yeah. That's funny. I mean, it, it I don't know. That, I'm curious about that, and I'm curious about how old Lenny Kravitz is because this man is fucking ripped. He's yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, uh, yeah, he's. Uh, let me look wanna, up right now. Somebody told me they worked with his daughter, and she was in her twenties. He's he's definitely older, but Lenny Kravitz is like kind of like, uh, like I don't know, like he's like wow, he's, he's like, fifty years old. Holy shit! He's yeah, a, man, he does not star. look fifty. Like he's a no. he's a bigger star than I think. Like my my mind realizes how big of a star Lenny Kravitz is. But holy cow, fifty years old. Yeah, and the woman I want to guess like. 22 yeah <laughs> right and i know that he has a daughter that's like probably around the same age which is like just extra creepy um but if you're lenny kravitz you know go for it this, oh dude if you're lenny kravitz you're laughing because this video like, almost seems like it comes from a different time period because I, I was watching this and I, and I was like is this not that it's like like the more like the values of it or or, or from a different period or whatever but this looks and feels kind of like a video that could have Easily been released in nineteen like eighty eight. I was gonna say ninety two or something. Like it, lo- it feels nineties to me for some reason, not eighties. Like it, it has a sort of like. Uh, then again, I lived in like I said, I grew up in Israel, so we everything, all the pop culture we got was always like three years behind, <laughs> slightly so, removed. Yeah, yeah, I say eighty eight, you say ninety one. You know. And it's like that we we're actually talking about the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Well, I guess I could I, the, the 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 thing that leads me to say the late eighties would be like this kind of filling mansions with specific colors. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, especially like because every shot is like hard, like a hard direction in one color. Yeah, like a pink or a blue or whatever. Yeah, and then even like, the lens flares fill in that color. Yeah. Well, it, this is an interesting contrast since we're talking about that look and the, um, um, the 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 priori. Am I pronouncing it right? Priori. The, the weekend video. Yeah. yeah, like it. Those are. If you look at them, they're using similar techniques in the sense. I mean, both from what I can tell are shot anamorphic. 
like on anamorphic lenses, and heavy, heavy use of gels, like lighting gels, mm-hmm. uh, and lens flares, but yet they feel completely different, right? Like they have a, a complete, like one feels very, like the weekend video feels to me very contemporary, especially the color grade, like very sort of uh, current, I guess you could say, this sort of like low contrast, hazy sort of, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but that's, you know, you know the look. It's it's a kind of very, very common look. Uh, and then you've got this Lenny Kravitz look video that's like, it's so contrasty. Yeah. And, uh, and not in a bad way. Like that's why, that's kind of why I'm saying '90s. It gives, it gives me a bit of a '90s filter because it's it's like it's not trying to look uh, overly contemporary. It kind of has a timeless look to it, to me at least. But it's using similar, slightly similar, you know, techniques in the in that sense. Like a lot of lens flares, a lot of like shallow depth of field, anamorphic, and then uh, and then I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet, even though it's not in the credit. I'm willing to bet it's the same colorist. Because the the weekend video was uh, Dave Hussey, according to your awesome credit breakdown, and that's definitely uh, accurate on that one. And I know Dave Hussey works with 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 Mandler, Mandler so yeah. it's possible he may have color corrected both of these videos. Yeah, Dave usually adds his own credits, which is nice. If if then they aren't added somewhere else. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Um, I love his. He's he's a great colorist. I wish I, I I'd love to get the chance to color in LA. I never have the money. He's fan. The He's Kravitz video uh, looks like really classy, high-end softcore porn to me. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Even it's got, it's, they, this is one thing that I think places it in 2013-2014 era, and that is the use of you know one super tasteful nudity shot somewhere in the in the first half of the video, right? And they, and they work that in. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, and also if you're gonna make a video that sort of has a timeless feel to it, I mean. Why not get Lenny Kravitz because, or why not do it for Lenny Kravitz video? Because the guy looks the same now yeah, right. as he it's, did. It's just not, like this could have looked like a Lenny Kravitz video from 1997. Oh, right. like, this this yeah. could have totally worked down to like the obviously the mansion and then the car that he's driving or the car that's at the end. Not that he's driving, but also got a sort of like, I don't know, like a, I can't place times very well as you can tell, but like, I don't know, that's supposed to be like an old car. It's an old car, you guys. Um, <laughs> it's a beat up that, old, ju- you know, like Oldsmobile from 1983. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so, oh, sorry, sorry, guys. It, that felt like it just feels intentionally timeless. Like it's intentionally done so that you wouldn't know, you wouldn't get a really good feel of when it was shot. Oh, that definitely. Makes, yeah. Makes a lot of sense. I'm gonna pull one of these screen grabs for the art of music videos. Yeah, do the naked one. Get us a remove from Twitter. Yeah. Um, uh, Lenny's a vampire, I think. That's, oh, nice. That's the secret. That's he is. He could be he a vampire in this video. Yeah, it, it even has right that. in the empty mansion with babes all around. Totally, vampires totally love vampire babes. So uh, I, I think we should talk about "Walking with Elephants" by Ten Walls, directed by Nez. What do you guys think? A plus. A plus. Yeah, I love Nez. I love everything that he touches. Yeah, he's yeah Nez is kind of a G. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't. Uh, he's only done two videos in 2014. Um. He only he only usually does right maybe like two or three videos a year. So one a, a Nez video coming out is a relatively rare occasion. Is he one, a commercial director? Like, what's his deal when he's not making videos? I'm pretty sure it's more commercials for him. Okay. Um, that that uh, rudimental video, the, the waiting all night video, is that's unbelievable. Like, yeah. I love I love showing that video to people. Like, I it's a, one of those videos I show people when they like when I try to show them that like you can 
definitely get the feels watching a music video. Like if you just want to just get goosebumps watching a video, like I just go with that one first nice. uh, of a modern one, so to speak. Like when people go like, oh, music videos, like, you know, I remember back when music videos were so-and-so and it's like, well, you got to watch this because it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's and actually I, his top rated video. So that's uh, yeah, oh, is most it? views. Um, yeah. and, and this walking, walking with elephants, this isn't so, uh, doesn't have so much emotional depth as that video does, but this is still a pr- pretty stunning video, especially kind of like the visually stunning and, and special effects. Uh, a- Adam Alexander, it's funny that he called, um, uh, Lenny Kravitz a vampire because there are, um, these, the characters in this video have, have powers that I assume vampires would have. I think vampires can swim in the ocean like dolphins. Do I not know anything about vampires? <laughs> I don't. Uh, that's a. I, may, that's maybe. So, you could give it a twist, Doug. You could write a screenplay with that. Maybe. Well, why don't you t- explain the video to us, Doug? Okay. Can somebody so tell me what's going on in this video. I yeah. No, no I, I could just tell you what I saw, and that's like oh, crazy, okay. crazy ninja-looking dudes. Yeah, vampires is stupid. I, I uh, should leave the segues to other people. Um, uh, especially when we were already segued into the video, there are ninja-like people. <laughs> there are ninja-like people running around in the street, and by ninja-like people, they're like just bodies, kind of uh, in black, kind of black covered. They're wearing they're wearing full body suits, kind of like the green screen suits that you wear on set if you want to like key a person out. But they're black right. and white. They're like right. full, green man suits. Yeah, the green man suits, but they're black and white, and some just insane. Insane camera movements. Like I don't even know what's going on here. Like right, the part where so, they're crossing each other, or the yeah, one where they where like they jump into the water shots over a field. I just I love it. it right. are the, would so, that be octocopter? Because like the the shot where they're like running into the water, it just it's, it's such on like a straight track. No, um, I'm talking. About, I'm I'm thinking like the first shot where the white. Oh, this is going to sound terrible. The white and the black people meet. I don't know how to, how to call them. That's um, what they are, but they're not, it's not a race thing. That's just no, literally the color of their are not misappropriating. They're literally yeah, There's a white shot where black. one of them changes direction and the camera does. Oh, it just looks cool. Yeah. I feel like it's an octocopter because it's not. No, probably. Yeah, most of these are, I, I would I'd venture to guess uh, most of these are octocopter. The very first shot, I mean, they're basically like over a huge body of water coming in on like this lighthouse thing yeah. and I, or, or pole or something. I, yeah, I can't imagine how else you would have got that shot. But, the, but it, looks, it looks beautiful. It, and obviously this is not a GoPro that this video is probably shot on. No, uh, no. Uh, so, but yeah, no, it's, it's stunning. Something that flies in the air. It's got to be because they're like they're, – they're, you know, there are some shots where these dudes are, um, you know – they look like specks on the screen almost. They're so far above yeah. them with some of these shots. And yes, yeah, sweeping some of the we don't shots. Know it's, guys, down. we don't know if it's an octocopter. They may have, there may have been more than eight uh, blades or, or <laughs> right, right. It <laughs> could you, be we 12, don't know that. Twelve blades, 12 right? We don't want to. Yeah. What's, what's a twelve copter? Judge. Is that what it's called? Yeah, some some other Number. word. Yeah, uh, twelve twelve toe. Uh, so, so eventually yeah. they start running it when they they start running into the ocean and then all kind of cannonball into the ocean and then like we mentioned before, like vampires do, they start splash. They start like swimming. Dol- maybe dolphin. Dolphin. They, right, dolphin vampires. They start swimming through the. <laughs> Swimming through the water like dolphins, like kind of like up in the air, and then they do these crazy jumps and so, uh, maybe like flying fish. So, it's do you guys insane. know? Do you guys know about this though? Because this is a thing. Um, have you guys seen this video of how? Because there's a company out there, and I forget what it's called now, and they just had this video go viral about their their um, 
essentially like I don't know, like a water propulsion system. It's like a giant tube that you connect to your feet, and yeah. it shoots out. So you've seen these before, right? Yeah, yeah. They okay. some people own them down here in South Florida. Which oh, okay. Yeah, I'm so not. That's, that's not a brag. That's okay. not a brag. <laughs> yeah, people, people are weird enough to have these that they want all the time. And yeah, they, they like take them out awesome. of lakes and shit. Yeah, they look awesome. Like they look. So it has to be attached to some boat or some some motor of some kind. It's like. Right, like that's how you get. The, how do you get the water pressure? Yeah, the, the pressure, yeah, exactly. Some typically like a boat, uh, or like, uh, yeah, I think it's always a boat. Okay, it looks awesome. I mean, it's it's and it's such a great use for for it, because the so only the other boat, video, the, the only other. It? I'm still. I'm just. Confused yeah, I've never seen one of these before in my life. Engineering here, like, Fair, I, so you wear these boots almost. You're wearing these boots, and then like, um, and the boots like shoot out high water pressure, and you can kind of like skate across the water you can't dive into the water like these guys do but yeah they've got something extra uh, they've done some some vfx with like yeah vfx i I, I can't tell if reality yes no yes definitely yes um what is it called like water shooter boots (laughs) oh i don't know what it's called we need to find but here's the thing whenever i've ever (laughs) seen these before i've only seen them in that in that one video that was going around um and it just it was all these like sort of beach like all these like sort of the, essentially they just look like douchebags um, <laughs> like going like going up and like just go yeah sick bro and then, then do the thing <laughs> so this is like a really artsy way of doing that it's cool uh, yeah I don't know what these are called Let's, I think it uh, may be jet- fly flyboard oh, I think it's fly- a fly flyboard? I think it's called a flyboard jet water board i'm just googling this right now yeah flyboard oh you're right so yeah so just type in flyboard 13 million views on this first thing that comes up on youtube flyboard Holy coolest crap. water jet pack ever and then watch these dudes who are on this thing so you they must have me. like pre like because you, you need to kind of have like a pipe or a thing attached to your board like they must have keyed that out Tell look yeah look if you look at the the the, the flyboard video the one that says coolest water jetpack look look at these dudes and tell me they don't own sick belt bu- sick belt buckles. <laughs> these that are all the just, people who live in South. All these guys live yeah. in South Florida. These sick are my belt neighbors. buckle bro. <laughs> sick yeah. belt buckle bro. Yeah, that's a great. Fuck, remember, we were talking about a Nick Crow video. Yeah, this that's is, what this these seems guys like are. definitely how they did this though. With oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, I I see. I had zero idea that these even existed. So this is this is amazing. Yeah. If you want to see this, the, we ruined the magic for you. You thought they were vampires. No, uh, they, yeah. Well, first of all, who? Dolphin vampires. Don't. I don't know what Doug is reading about vampires. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's like it's kind of like the new like teenage mutant ninja turtles. They're douchebags, not... dolphin vampires. <laughs> you can't tell the difference between what I'm being serious and what I'm talking about nonsense. Uh, here's, a, no. here's a cue that it's nonsense. Dolphin vampires. <laughs> uh, so if anybody <laughs> wants to see this video, I'll put the link in the show notes because this is pretty incredible. Okay, let's quickly go to Clipping because uh, uh, Inside Out by Clipping, directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada. Uh, the reason we definitely need to talk about this video is because this video is a sequel to Carlos Lopez Estrada's last video for Clipping called Work Work. In that video, uh, also a video that seems like a one shot, like this one seems like a one shot, but obviously I don't think it is because nobody has a car for a head. Um, in the in the first clipping video, work work. Uh, the 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 rapper guy in clipping. I can't think of his name now because I shouldn't have a shouldn't talk into a microphone. Uh, yeah, he, he gets curb stomped, right? He gets curb stomped, right? Exactly. He gets curb stomped, and his head like 
disappears and he kind of wanders off screen at the end of that video uh headless and then this video picks up with a headless dude wearing the same clothes kind of doing rap hands along with the verse so obviously it's that same dude and and throughout the video different things come out of his the neck hole of his shirt that correspond with the lyrics and sometimes it's different dudes heads and sometimes it's cars and cats and fireworks and all kind of and and bullets and all kind of crazy stuff and uh, I really love this video how did you guys I, I love this video like it's so much fun it's so much fun it yeah I, I am definitely in that camp too this is an amazing video it, it's and it's the, there are some hilarious stuff that comes out of this guy's head um, one of them is he's quoting somebody I can't remember he's quoting somebody in the the rap and then you know, instead of an object, this guy's head just pops out and and says a line. So they use it in a lot of really super creative ways. The screenshot is the the car on the top of it, um, but there's, yeah. there, I mean, how many objects come out of this guy's head? It's a ton of them, like fifty. Uh, yeah, and the homeless dudes at the end. I'm assuming he's homeless. That was rude of me. I don't know if he's homeless. The dude, the old dude. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that reference is to, but it's awesome. Um, there's a cool shot where the rose comes out. That's a nice kind of looking shot. It's really, uh, it's really well uh, coordinated with the lyrics to the song too. Like yeah. it's, it's. I'll, I'll tell you what brilliant. I really like. What I really liked about it, and it's uh, more on the, uh, I guess the technical side, but it's that like none of this CG stuff that's coming out of his head looks real. Like it all looks super sort of like uh, campy and sort of, but it's but it doesn't look, but it's it's polished like it's well yeah. done but it's kind of got a lo-fi it's a lo-fi aesthetic but it's it's it doesn't look like somebody just like it wasn't like oh just just you know just make it look shitty on purpose like that's not the idea here right. it's kind of like no, it, it was got, a like, gritty, really like, crude cg but it's like stylistically it's still, bad yes yeah, stylistically bad, bad or simple yeah but it's but it still works like and it's still very like it's on point like everything that's happening uh, like the broccoli catching on fire and stuff like <laughs> it just it's it's so smooth the way it happens like it doesn't feel like whoever did it uh did a did it poorly like it's somebody doing something that looks bad on purpose in like a good way i don't know it's like it's good i i, I don't know how else to describe it it's just it's polished but it's but it's crude at the same time well, VFX by oh yeah, v, VFX by uh, Tanner Merrill and animation by Leah Shore, and then Carlos. Do you know these guys? I've never heard of these. These. I uh, no, actually, I don't. Shore. We have a we have another credit for Leah Shore as animator on a pro era school high video, which we actually were on set of. Funny enough, um, but that's actually like scribble animation, and then the um, Tanner. There's that, some this scribble is, animations on this though. Yeah, There's some like whiteboard stuff. So I wonder. If right, which I think is what she probably did and then the yeah. tanner no this is our first credit for tanner we we are in the works of getting a full uh a, a full call sheet for this video but carlos also does a lot of vfx post work um on himself and so i think yeah. that he was probably pretty on hands-on with this project as well but yeah i think tanner is probably the lead vfx guy on this and uh, another thing that's very typical of a car uh, carlos lopez estrada video is the presence of animals and there are a lot of very cute animals in this video uh and I and I love them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do we know? Do you know? Does anybody know the purpose of the 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 idea behind the glitching? Like, where is that? This corresponds. Does it seem to at least because it's part? It, it always shows up in the chorus, and it seems to kind of correspond with what he's talking about or yeah. something. Right. Okay. Yeah. All, all of the objects are very closely aligned with the uh, whatever the lyric might be. 
Right. Sometimes not like it's right. it's the alignment isn't always as obvious. So no. it's like I think they say the word uh, murder or something, and that's when you get these like giant, almost comically large bullets. And so, uh, and that's another interesting thing. Like the other, the last video, despite the dude getting curb stomped, because that's like fucked up. Like that's like a fucked up thing, getting curb stomped, and it's and it's pretty. Is it? Is happy. it? I just thought people do it for fun. Man, I don't know what it's like in Toronto, but like, yeah, it's it's pretty. Fucking, our mayor smokes crack. We're all. <laughs> it's a great point, but uh, but uh, but uh, despite that, like none of these that video didn't feel super heavy, and this one, you know, uh, even though there's bullets and stuff, it doesn't feel. Like overly violent or anything like that. Um, no, well, the guy gets a head- not really disturbing anyone, really. Well, the headless guy gets up at the last at the end of work, work, and and the color matching is actually real. I don't know if they shot this at yeah, the same exactly time, the same. but they but if they went back and did and like matched it or, or you know you know uh, lighting and everything like that, they did a fantastic job because yeah. it, you could almost like blend the two together. Yeah. Yeah, so th- that's a great video. Everyone watch it. Uh, is there do we do we want to just go around and say our favorites from the week, or do we have time to talk about another video? I think we do the favorites because that'll okay. cover some vids. Let's do some favorites. Okay, uh, let's start start with Adam Alexander. What was your favorite video this week? He okay, loves the lights so, video. Yeah, I do love the lights. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I love We're actually lights. banned from picking somebody who's on the podcast. That's our new new I'm, rule because it gets I, awkward. I joke. I kid, I hate that. I'm going to segue into my favorite, which was, uh, or one of my favorites right now, which is uh, by Peaking Lights. Um, and it was a video for a song called Breakdown, directed by Eugene Kotlierenko. Probably didn't say that right, but I tried. And uh, yeah, I really like this video, and it kind of plays on, uh, on society's whole obsession with uh, their cellular phones and, and uh, any mobile device. So basically what the video is, is it follows this girl through her daily routine, and uh, her phone is represented by a giant person wearing, uh, or not a giant person, a regular-sized person wearing a giant cell phone costume. And basically, uh, like a phone would do, it kind of just taunts her and distracts her from her daily routine, causing her to get fired and and, uh, break up with her boyfriend and basically just fuck up her whole life because this giant phone is is taunting her. I thought I've seen things um, with this concept in commercials and stuff, but I had never quite seen it done in a music video. And uh, I thought it was really well done. And uh, that's definitely one of my favorites. So I was on I, I, it was a great video. I thought it was super, super creative. And you just need to know, I was on mute. But when you corrected yourself and mentioned that it was a regular sized person, not a giant person, I laughed really hard. So you need to know <laughs> that you got laughs. You got laughs at that. I was laughing. Thanks, Doug. Okay, you need to know. Uh, 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 Adam Fairholm, favorite of the week. Um, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Weekend by Priory uh, for two reasons. One, I think it's a great narrative video and I love the look of it. But the other one, I like the track a lot. Priory, I, I think they're sort of a up-and-coming band, um, if that is a word that people use to describe bands. And I think this is, video is going to do a lot for them. I think this track is really uh, fun. And um, that's that's my favorite. David Vincent Wolf, holler, holler at me. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted- Doug was just leaving me hanging just so I could get some some awkward shit in there. Doug, what's your favorite? 
What's my favorite of the week? Yeah, I did leave that hanging for you. Uh, my favorite of the week is a video that didn't get to squeeze into our watch list because it was first it premiered on Twitter, and we won't get into that, but it finally made it to YouTube. And that is uh, Odessa by, uh, or excuse me, Save My Name by Odessa, uh, directed by Ian Pons Jewel. And this is my favorite video of the week. This is a little bit of a mind fuck. He's uh, done so I, many videos lately. He's He's been doing a lot, and they're all really good. And like... Yeah like kind of just like you don't you don't know what to expect some of them are really like funny some of them are a little darker this one's kind of a little bit darker um and i i only watched it once and so i think i have the narrative right but basically what happens is gosh i kind of even don't want to tell people but watch the video first and then so hit pause watch the video and then listen to me to tell you what happens in it uh it starts out with like a regular music video, like a guy and girl fall in love. They both have Beats headphones on, and they <laughs> fall in love, and they fall in love with each other. And then, like suddenly, like somewhere near, like in the end of the second act, um, like the, like it, it, like cuts, and there's like a reveal of a set, and like the girl in the video seems to still, like, seems to be the character that she was playing, and like is really disoriented and is like looking around everywhere and like is acting affectionately towards the like male actor but like she's being sat in a seat that says like girl on it and she's clearly like it's revealed as like a music video set but she's still like the girl from the video it's really hard it's a lot like better to watch it and have it settle in the way it did for me and i've ruined that for everyone who's listening to me now but that's what happens in this video and it's super super weird and unexpected and awesome and i really liked it and that's and a great my... color grade on it as well yeah like very sort of uh reminds me of a uh, the last placebo video who did that one it was great some uh, yeah Simon cash and so there's a, and there's a there's a change in the grade uh when she kind of becomes a new person it like it feels a lot less music video-y so this is my favorite of the week super good video right. well, how, about, how about you um so i'll tell you which one i wanted to be my favorite i wanted the that circles video to be awesome uh when i first watched because i had seen that i think maybe doug may have tweeted about it somebody tweeted about it um the i see monsters video hmm. mm-hmm. uh which we didn't get a chance to talk about and i wanted that to be my favorite video but then there was just some campiness in it that I just couldn't get behind. <laughs> um, so that wasn't it. But then uh, I think I think it'd have to be a tie between uh, between. Alon, you're breaking up a little video. bit. Hold on. Oh, a sorry. I, I have to say it's a tie between the clipping video. No, no. I got. I think we got to just call back just in, oh, in one second. Right, sorry. Right. No Hold worries. On. Call me back. Yep. Hello. Oh. Yeah, yep. Is that better? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. What was the last thing I, I said that you guys heard? You wanted I See Monsters to be your favorite, but it was... Oh, uh, so I really, I, really, I really wanted to love the, the I See Monsters video for Circles. And I, for the most part, I liked it. But then there were just some moments in it that are just too, too campy that I thought threw me off. So, so that kind of went off my list. Um, so I think it's a tie between the, the, the clipping video inside out, uh, by Carlos, which I think is awesome. And, uh, and now that I watched it again, while I talk to you guys, the, the Nez's video for, for, for 10 walls, the walking out with elephants video, um, is just pretty crazy the way it's shot. So that's going to be my favorite. 
I feel like wa- watching Walking with Elephants while high is gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, an experience. I don't know. Like, what's that? Adam can't Who's buy weed. Ad- there's bit. no weed in Canada. No, um, no. But no. Adam, Adam, Adam makes his own meth using coffee. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I just want to add uh, I'm changing the subject here but I just want to say that uh, the ICU Monsters video for Circles is perfect for someone who uh, enjoys movies but wants to watch a two hour movie in seven minutes it's like a whole <laughs> movie jam packed into yep, that it's I, I like, like a really good narrative video it is. I do agree though I we staff picked it and I, th- I think it was a good but it was a uh a little bit of campiness that uh, I like. I, I like the campiness. I'm gonna. See, back I, I, I like. I, I don't know if the campiness is the right word. It's. It's not even the conceptually campiness because that's fine. No, yeah. It's got that taken sort of feel to it. Um, you know, I. I ju- it's more just the. I, it might just be a production value thing. It's like it's like they crammed a lot. So then, it's almost like you you have a lot, but not everything is great. It's just like instead of doing a few things great, they did a lot of things, and not all of them were great. So some of the acting is is not awesome um and then and then obviously some of the stabbing scenes and some of the action scenes are like uh, they just they're just they're they're too low budget action film mm. looking to me like i almost that's that's the only thing um but i think the cinematography is great and the story is great and the, i love the song i pitched it yeah. for these guys a while back and I, I just love the music i think it's great yeah. So if you if uh, if anyone listening to this wants to see any of the videos we've talked about, go to imvdb.com slash podcast. You can find all the videos we talked about. You can find uh, super cool th- uh, things about music videos in, as far as your mind can imagine. And you also will find a link, link to Adam's new article, Welcome to the New Golden Age of Music Videos, that he wrote today. Super awesome. We didn't get to talk about it, but just read it because you love talk, music videos. You're talking videos. so fast. I can't hear it. We, I can't uh, understand what you're saying. <laughs> oh really? Um, I I could understand it. Well, just, yeah, just two. Yeah, like you mentioned, two quick plugs. The article <laughs> I wrote today, but also a uh, great Lamar and Nick, uh, Lamar plus Mint, Nick, excuse me, uh, um, commentary for Bag Boy by Pixies that just went up today. Check it out. It's a very funny commentary. Um, and uh, I think that's it. We we did it, everybody. We we we, we covered did it, it in all. one take, you guys. We, we did, did it exactly. Now we can pull back and all applaud and cheer and yeah. and, and reveal that we are in our kitchens. True, I'm totally I'm naked right now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next week. We did it. Woo! Yeah. Remember that episode we did with just you and you, Adam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was pretty good. It's called it was, it was called a couple of bosses. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good episode. It was a good one. Yeah, it was different it was a different feel than the ones that Doug and I do together. We get the different we have a different dynamic. Yeah. Well we're our dynamic anal- is better. I, I think we're we're more analytical. A little more, yeah. Doug just he, Doug wants to talk about boobs and butts. That's good too though. No, you never. It's two two sides of the two sides of IMDb. I am hungry. I haven't had dinner yet. I had a a spicy crispy chicken sandwich from Tim Hortons. They're going Ooh. all fast food. They're going fast food now. Is that like the one? I see. I'm a I'm a 
decades-long fan of the, the spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's. Did you ever yeah, that? you know, you know what? I, I it's good too, but I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised by this one. I didn't. Ha- I had very low expectations for a spicy chicken sandwich from Tim Hortons, but it was actually quite good. Um, Worth a shot. You're gonna have more Tim Hortons in your in your area soon, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's funny. My uh, so you can try everything out, and then uh, we can uh, we can compare notes. It's funny. My my uh, uncle lives in Columbus, Ohio, Dublin, Ohio, and uh, they have a Tim Hortons right there. Yeah, there's some. When I yeah. traveled uh, across there, we did end up stopping at one in Michigan somewhere. There's a few. Yeah. Oh, Michigan. Um, and yeah, I, well, I'm, I've been very impressed with the Tim Hortons sandwiches so far. Uh, like the, I love their, I love their chicken salad sandwich. Super good. Egg salad as well. Um, and they have a turkey club sandwich, which is excellent as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's decent. It's it's expensive though. Really? No. Yeah. You go to get like yeah. a coffee and a sandwich at Tim Hortons. Yeah, it's, it's like four dollars. No, not here. Oh, really? Fuck no. We got two two chicken sandwiches and a medium ice cap. It was fifteen bucks. Oh wow. Yeah, no, like no, nothing with that either. Like you don't get fries and shit, right? Yeah, it's not cheap. But I mean, even McDonald's is more expensive here than what you guys are used to. It sucks. Yeah, it fucking, it fucking it's sucks. Can it's you... like eleven bucks for a Big Mac meal here. Which Still is... pretty good. Yeah, but you, it's yeah, but it's like five or six for you, right? Doug, can you mm-hmm. add on? I'm trying. It's about eight. Oh, it's gone. Maybe it's gone up a little. A little. I don't know. I like. I I go to Chipotle and I get a I get a burrito bowl and a drink and I that's about like eight eight bucks. Yeah, Chipotle's a little. Chipotle's not really fast food. It's called fast casual. Oh uh, yeah, so well, I have a few bucks cheaper. I'm a, a huge bucks. I'm a huge fan of fast casual food. I could talk all night about fast casual food. 